abundance. We all want more of it. Health, relationships, career, prosperity. To be human is to strive for more. There's ample advice on how to create abundance. We need to have positive thoughts and believe in ourselves. But what happens if positive thinking doesn't come naturally? Are we doomed? I'm Jill McCabe, author, entrepreneur, negative thinker turned optimist, and your host on the Thinking Vitamins podcast. For years, I struggled to believe in myself. And for years, I fell short of my goals and aspirations. Until I learned a nifty bit of neuroscience that taught me how we can all rewire our brains to have more positive thoughts, self-belief, and abundance. That's what I created Thinking Vitamins for. Thinking Vitamins are sticky ideas, mantras, and perspective shifts that retrain your brain to expect good things to happen to you. So I ask you, are you ready to boost your abundance? Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of the Thinking Vitamins podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about our defenses, our armor, the things we we put on to protect us from the world, the, the, the facades we put on, the armor we wear, and how that actually can get in the way of our connections to other people and to ourself. Really... Uh, excited to introduce my guest for today's podcast. My guest is Sean Higgins. Sean is a CTO and co-founder of the Hershevec Group, and he has worked in information technology for over 35 years. His specific focus professionally is in cybersecurity. He's been in cybersecurity for 30 of those years. Over the years, Sean has also developed a passion for coaching. He especially loves coaching young adults and mentoring uh, STEM grads and helping them get really a leg up in their career. His coaching style is a combination of traditional life's coaching, uh, entrepreneurial business building experience, and his ability to read energy. He's trained in the Quantum Success Coaching Academy, Awaken Coaching, and Awaken Apprentice programs. He also has two podcasts. Uh, the first is Kickstart Your Week, 15 to 20 minute meditations that he releases every Monday. And the second is Live a Life with Sean, where he discusses his personal experiences, situations, challenges, and how he works through them. Uh, Sean self-published his first book on Amazon. It's called Living Your Purposeful Life. And he's currently working on his second book that is slated to come out in 2023. And Sean also lives here on Vancouver Island, not too far away from where I live. We've been friends for some time now, and I'm very excited to be welcoming him to share his ideas about defenses and armor and how they sometimes restrict us on the Thinking Vitamins podcast. Sean, thank you so much for joining me today. I am really looking forward to the conversation with you. Thank you for having me, Jill. We're here today to talk about lowering your defenses to increase your connection, really to, as we were talking before the show, 
you know, we were talking about how lately I know you've been really interested in, you know, the armor specifically that men wear, but then we were talking and I was like, I, I think women kind of wear this armor too. We, we mm-hmm. build up the defenses and they yeah. block us from connection. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that blocks us from everything. Um, so we're telling a story about, you were telling a backstory about mm-hmm. life where you put on this armor and discovered at one point mm-hmm. that armor was actually not serving you. Mm-hmm. So can you share that with the listeners? Yeah. You know, I've always thought that, you know, whether or not I've been a leader, I'm a leader. You know, leader, protector of the household. And there was a time I was sitting down and kind of looking at me being that leader of the family. And the vision that I got was me with all this armor on, on top of this mountain, ready to lead the charge. There were a couple of things that were very interesting in that. Number one, I was alone. Number two, this armor was very restrictive to me. And instead of me being standing tall, I was very crouched over. And what I got the image of was a character from the movie 300 called Epithetes. So if you're familiar with the movie 300, it is about an army called Sparta. And they're these ultimate warriors from Roman times. They wear some armor, but it's not very restrictive. Um, They're known for their fighting style. It's very hard to become a Sparta, Sparta because you go through lots of training and challenges. And while they're marching to a battle, they see this Epithetes across the way. Epithetes is deformed, just born that way, and he's wearing his father's armor. But because of his deformities, he is really crunched over really restricted so he can't fight and that was the view that I had of myself you know a view of just somebody that is so restricted that I can't move so while sitting with that I took a look at what if I took off this armor and I got another image of Conan the Barbarian, okay? Have you ever seen, remember Arnold Schwarzenegger is Conan the Barbarian. He's basically barely wearing a loincloth. He's got a sword and he's standing at the top of a mountain with nothing else on. I think he has a crown, but, you know, because he's so muscular. Arnold back then was very muscular. He's still a muscular guy. And the other interesting thing that I got from that was, yes, number one, I'm vulnerable, but number two, I wasn't alone. You know, I wasn't trying to be this fearless leader where I was in control of everything, where I wasn't doing it by myself. I got absolute chills when you were speaking. I could just really, for you to have such an experience 
where you would actually see yourself as this hunched, you know, with that armor and then realizing that you're not alone. I, I find that very Mm -hmm. insightful. You know, what went through my mind because I, I guess I have a master's in leadership and I, I used to make my living, you know, going in and helping develop leaders in organizations. The first thing that came to mind when you were talking was that, you know, the options, because there's options. I, I just, listeners, I want to actually say to you that what I, I just want to say, what I'm about to say, I'm, I'm going to say kind of two opposing ideas. The first one is leadership is lonely. And, and that can be the case. That can be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a choice. Mm-hmm. And so I'm so fascinated with where you took the conversation, Sean, because, mm-hmm. because it doesn't need to be lonely. And I used to have this idea that leadership was like out in front and leadership mm-hmm. was lonely. But then when I did my master's in leadership, mm-hmm. it's actually what's yeah. really interesting because I, you know, my, my experiences in change leadership, changing organizations, my background anyway, now I build businesses, but that what you actually mm-hmm. do as a leader is you actually engage a couple of other people really closely. And then this kind of like followers actually follow followers, not leaders. And I mm-hmm. won't get into all the details of that because that's not, you know, not the topic today. But so when you then said mm-hmm. you realized you weren't yeah. alone, I was like, wow, that's so full circle for me because that is exactly what was going through my mind. I was like, as you were speaking. So tell me more about that not alone. Uh-huh. Because I guess this is when you're saying uh-huh. when you lower your defenses, you can increase your connection. You speak like, is that, is that where you were going or tell me where you were going? Right. Well, I think part of it is that once you lower your defenses, you know, if you can, if you look at, you know, being with armor and being without armor, you know, from the view of that is you become more vulnerable, which I believe allows you to be open for more possibilities, more connections. And I think people will follow somebody who is genuine, who is honest with them, who is vulnerable. And I think that's where I see the difference between me with armor and me without armor, is I'm more open or vulnerable and people like that. You know, they want to know the true me, you know, versus this person that's so hunched up that he can hardly move anywhere. So that's the physical, like that's the mental, um, and I really like that word that you're actually able to give yourself these images. That's super cool. Mm -hmm. But what, what shows up for you? Like, are there, like what shows up for you in your behaviors and you're like, oh, there's my armor because I'm thinking about the listeners. And I mean, you know, just take a moment maybe and ask yourself like what, what shows up for you? But yeah, Sean, for you, and I'm going to think about this for myself too. I, I'm not quite sure, but what shows up for you when you're wearing armor? Like what, how are you behaving? Um, well, let's first off say that sometimes wearing armor is good. Okay. Because sometimes you just have to put the armor on. And the example that I like to talk about is when I went to Purdue University, I was on the rescue squad. Basically, for most of the football game, you're sitting around with your partner, just sitting there watching the football game. But every once in a while, there's an issue, and you've got to hurry over to go see what's going on. You know, you've got, and, you know, if you're running to this, your adrenaline starts spiking. Oh my God, what's going to happen? 
what am I going to, am I going to be able to help this person? You know, you're just running. And I remember one instance where I'm in charge of the radio and my partner is, she's doing the evaluation and I've got to call this in. Okay. I got my adrenaline going crazy. I want to be yelling, but you've got to slow yourself down. You know, put on a suit to say, okay, for this moment, I can't be letting this adrenaline get the better of me because I've got to call this in. I've got to tell, you know, the central command, here's the situation. Hey, we need the cart. Here's where we are. Here's what's going on. You know, so in that case, you put on that armor so you can act appropriately to the situation at hand. But you can't keep that on all the time because, you know, as you can see, when I get there, I'm, I'm, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. But then I put on the suit to say, okay, let's, let's control that energy just long enough so I can communicate. And then when you're done, you take that off and say, okay, all right, that was pretty crazy. You know, you're talking it out with your partner and yeah, we think you'll be okay. And so what I'm getting is, and I think. So I like that. So the armor can be good, right? The defenses mm-hmm. can be good. And sometimes it's a matter of saying, what what came up for me was what's called for, what am I being called to do in this moment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we is that, you know, like what and what, you know, I just need to take a second and I need to rise to this occasion and I'm being mm-hmm. called to this occasion. Um, yeah. I remember you talking to me about saying, I realized the armor was my father's. And I have to think that, you know, listeners, whether it's like your father's, well, probably, you know, fathers would definitely have armor. Maybe mothers did too. But what, uh-huh. what did you mean by that? And is there a story that makes you that where you came to understand that? Well, you know, I did sit down and walk myself through a process to remove some of my armor. And I do that on occasion. You know, there are different, uh, you know, different layers of armor that I've removed over the years. And some of them keep coming back. Some of them don't, thankfully. Um, But one of the ones I remember removing was this layer around my heart. And let me just step back for a moment and what I've done is I'll typically sit down in a meditation and say, okay, what armor am I wearing? What armor do I need to remove? And just walk through it. So this one time I'm sitting there and saying, ooh, I got this layer around my heart. Okay, let's take it off. And I imagined I was holding it in my hands. And I would ask, why was I wearing this armor? What was this armor for? And the message that I got when I removed this armor around my heart was, men are not supposed to show emotions. And I said, okay, does this still serve me? And I got no, thankfully. And I let the armor go. That's powerful. That's really... It's so heartbreaking that so many men have, have that message, you know, Mm -hmm. which complete, I'm sure creates an incompleteness, you know, Mm -hmm. um, because certainly 
the emotions are there, so they got to get stuffed places, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. Shoving it in. Um, wow, that's that's tremendous. Well, we might uh, we might get you to do a little armor removing um, met meditation for us on the call. What if you're open to it? What um, when you say so? Let's talk about. Let's go further into that story. So you've you released the armor around your heart. Um, mm-hmm. what started and that no longer served you. I think that was a beautiful, mm-hmm. like, is this serving me? And I think that's, um, I really like that you bring that up because I was in a, another conversation on the podcast where we were talking about relationships and I've, I've been, you know, I've done training in organizations on, on like leadership and relationships and all that kind of thing. And one of the things is, it can be very good to be vulnerable, right? And we know that mm-hmm. vulnerability yep. builds friendship. And mm-hmm. we know that vulnerability um, is actually good in entrepreneurship. Uh, but we also know that you want to do it at the right place at the right time with people, in my opinion, right? It's not just like yeah. a full sweep because there are places, mm-hmm. times and places where it's not appropriate. So I, I do like that you really sort of say, hey, sometimes we're not, we're not suggesting you just remove all your defenses. Um, because in Mm -hmm. some case that might not, you know, people, I like to say, you know, do you feel like good? So I'd love to hear your thoughts on, these are my thoughts, Sean, but like, if I'm thinking about whether or not I want to really be, you know, um, (laughs) the full, the full Jill, which can be a lot. (laughs) Um, I'm, I'm thinking like, do I trust this person? Um, how comfortable do I feel with them? And and actually, that's the big thing. Like, do I feel comfortable? And I'll sort of drop in and go, how do I feel when I'm with this person? And then that will mm-hmm. invite me to um, to really be open with them versus because I, you know, I, I do coaching and consulting and teaching. So mm-hmm. if I don't feel comfortable with someone, I will, I would, I guess that's armor, but I, I guess I'll put on my, like, you know, how can I serve, you mm-hmm. know, coat versus yeah. like, how can I just be Jill? Um, right. is, is this, what, what parts of this are, um, connecting to you? Like, I'm trying to think of like, when do you have it on? When do you have it off? Um, and maybe why do you take it off? Uh, okay, let me let me answer this with a story. Yeah. You know, if you're going into a business situation, you know, you typically dress for that situation. Okay, maybe not anymore. I don't know, but um, typically when I'm going, when I would go into a business meeting before COVID, I put on a suit, and I know that when I put on a suit, I just feel amazing. At least I feel like that is getting me into that mode of I'm going into this meeting, if it's a difficult meeting, whatever, but I feel prepared. You know, I've got a nice looking suit. It helps me look better. I stand up a little straighter because it's a suit. It just feels good. Now, you can't wear that suit all the time because otherwise you're going to start to smell. (laughs) So you got to take that suit off. You got to take care of it. You've got to get it cleaned once in a while. You know, you got to press it, you know. So you can see that going into a business situation, maybe you put that suit on. But you're going to go play with your kids in the park? You know, well, you're going to get your suit dirty and you can't wear it at the business meeting. 
And it's but it, and it's also different roles that you're playing. You know, it's a little more structured in the business meeting. Whereas if you're the kid at the playground, who knows where the kid wants to go? I experienced that now with my grandkids. You know, they, you know, sometimes they want to be on the swing, sometimes they want to be on the slide, sometimes they want to be in the monkey bars. In a suit, that doesn't work there. That that is really well stated. And so back back to my thoughts, I was curious when you took off um, the armor around your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, did was the effect mostly with those private relationships, or did it also affect sort of those boardroom meetings? Like, did it also affect uh, work? Was it compartmentalized or? I think it helped me out overall, you know, because it made me more flexible. You know, yeah, I didn't bear my heart in business meetings, but it allowed me to be a little bit more open. You know, I think where I really noticed it was because um, I, I have a writing, I, I tend to write every day or at least try to write every day. I noticed that some of my thoughts coming through in my writing were deeper deeper than they were before I had the armor. You know, I was going a little bit deeper, a little bit more understanding. That's where I really noticed it. I mean, I'd have to ask people that I interacted with. I mean, I felt differently interacting with them, but the only concrete proof that I have is from my writing. It just was deeper. So this is even just deepening your connection with yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. That yeah. armor isn't just armor between. I mean, this is actually an exciting moment. I I, I have like these, these frisson, you know, like chills right now because that. Mm-hmm. I think the entire time we were talking, I was I was really thinking about, you know, the armor between you and other, right? You mm-hmm. and workplace, you and you mm-hmm. know kids and playground, you and mm-hmm. family, you and loved ones and then i think we i mean that's really powerful but this is actually armor between you and self Mm -hmm. when you're talking about deeper writing because i mean i write as well Mm -hmm. so that's Mm -hmm. that's powerful Mm -hmm. so you move your defenses which you think are like I'm just playing with this idea because it just came in so you move these defenses because you think it's like a defense that you built up against, you know, maybe like the, the dad expected you to behave this way or mm-hmm. the teachers yeah. thought you should do things this way or at work, mm-hmm. you know, you had to show up a certain way or kind of catch mm-hmm. heck. Um, but yeah. then is what you're saying, and I think it makes sense that that armor ends up being a block from you to you. It, yes. It can be. It is as well, because, you know, as I held this around my heart, you know, it prevented some of the feelings and emotions flowing throughout me. Allowing me to experience them more deeply. So do you have, um, I think, I think that's really nice. And I think, um, I think the great thing about you is that you guide meditations and Mm -hmm. Uh, do you have, I know that when you do it through your podcast, Kickstart Your Week, that you just sort of do it on the fly. Like you don't necessarily yeah. plan it all up in advance. You can just kind of mm-hmm. 
call for what the, do what the moment is calling for. How do you feel about sharing a meditation with listeners that will help them remove a piece of armor that's no longer serving them? I can do that. Okay. I would, I would love to, I'm going to just fully participate because I would love to be guided in the removal of some armor, remove my defenses that are no longer serving me and they're getting in the way of me to me. I think that sounds pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that's very nice of you. Alrighty. Okay. Well, you're in a comfortable seat. I hope our listeners are in a place where, you know, they won't be disturbed for a few minutes. Probably sitting up. I find sitting up works a lot better when you're doing a meditation. Sometimes if I lay down and do a meditation, I go out. So, which is not bad if I'm trying to go to sleep. So, um, so just find yourself in a comfortable seat. Take in a big, deep breath. And as you let it out, feel yourself settled into your chair. Put your feet flat on the ground and just let your palms rest gently in your lap. Take another big deep breath in. And as you let this one out, gently close your eyes and just breathe for a moment. Start to gather your attention into the center of your head. Any thoughts, worries, concerns you have about the future? Just notice those thoughts. Let them go and pull all your energy back to the center of your head. And breathe. Any thoughts, worries, concerns you have about the past? Just gently pull your attention from those items can be fully present right here, right now. Just breathe. Now when your mind starts to wander like it will, just notice that thought. Thank your mind for the thought. Let it go. You can pick it up later. And pull your attention back to the center of your head. And breathe. I'd like you to imagine a grounding cord connecting the base of your spine, about as wide or wider than your hips, and imagine extending down all the way down to the center of the earth. And as you get it connected into the center of the earth and the base of your spine, just feel the gentle pull of Mother Earth on your body. And allow that gentle pull to release any energies you wish to release that are in your space. There you go. Keep breathing. Okay, bring the attention back to the center of your head. And I'd like you to Take a look at your body energetically and notice if there's a piece of armor 
on your body that wants to be released. You may have multiple pieces, we'll just pick one. And wherever you're noticing, it's right for you. Like to imagine you're taking off this armor. Hold it in your hands, imagine it's there. Ask the armor, what was the purpose of me wearing this armor? Just listen, whatever answer you get is right for you. And if you don't get an answer, that's okay too. It may come later. I'd like you to imagine a bubble out in front of you. Take this armor, put it in the bubble. Let's bring in some gold from above. Imagine it's coming down into this bubble, filling up this bubble, cleaning up this armor. Put a grounding cord on this bubble to flush out anything, any energies that affected this armor. And now notice what the armor looks like. Look, see if it's changed from the armor you were wearing to what it looked like before you put it on. Now I'd like you to imagine another bubble along the right side of that first bubble. And in this bubble is a magnet. And when we turn on this magnet, it's gonna pull your energy off that armor into the second bubble. So turn on the magnet, watch how quickly it pulls your energy out. Shut the magnet off. And now invite that second bubble back into your space. That's your energy, let's bring it back in. Allow it to integrate. Let's bring in some green energy from above to help you integrate your energy back into you. And allowing it to heal whatever needs to be healed from that armor. Allow that green energy to run through your body, flushing out anything that needs to be flushed out down your grounding cord. Keep breathing. Now let's take a look at that first bubble and let's thank this armor. It provided us protection for something that we needed at the time. Let's thank it for coming in. Thank it for protecting us. Thank it for being removed. And just imagine a pin your right hand, let's pop this first bubble to let that armor go back to where it needs to go. And just breathe. Take a big deep breath in. 
let it out. Take a big deep breath in. Start to feel yourself back in your body, in your chair, in your room. Take a big deep breath in and gently open your eyes. Now you may want to stay here for a moment and just breathe to allow yourself to settle back into your room. Notice the room looks a little bit different. Is there any changes? Just breathe. That was lovely. Listeners, I hope you found that to be as much of a treat as I did. What, um, what a beautiful and gentle way to locate and I guess just remove, but in a beautiful way, armor that's no longer serving us to take our defenses off, to increase our connection. I mean, really to ourselves is really where mm-hmm. I've, um, I now understand this, uh, and yeah, of course, when we increase our connection to ourselves, we're in- increasing it to other, other important people in our life when, when we choose. Mm-hmm. And I really like that point. Yeah. We have, we have choice. Yes, I think that's, we do have choice. You know, Sean, just what's coming up, because what came up for me, right, as I remove my armor. So it said, you know, why did you put that armor on in the first place? Mm-hmm. the message that came through was because you'll die <laughs> like <laughs> you'll be you know and and so my armor was around my throat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay um and it's because i think i have some sort of unusual ideas i even have some unusual i mean this is actually like just if we're just gonna now you see the armor's off and look at like i'm about to say something on my podcast super real to you right now um this is fascinating this is me actually discovering the power of this listeners i really hope you did that meditation because then maybe you can understand what's happening right now so one of the things this is, I'm going to go way out there. Do I, Sean, can I go way out there with you right now? Because <laughs> like, this is, it's all awesome now. So one of the things that's been on my mind is I'm, I've done, I've had like sort of group business building programs for a while, but um, we've redesigned it a bit to create an emerging entrepreneur's mastermind. And of course, whenever you do that, the first thing on your mind is what do people need, right? Mm-hmm. What do people need? And I kept thinking, well, what are most what are most masterminds doing, right? Most masterminds are problem focused, right? You come to them okay. and you, I mean, we're, we're training stuff and teaching stuff and whatever. So there's those components, but then there's that sort of monthly piece where you're sort of troubleshooting your, you know, business and creating your plans. But this is where, like this morning I had this idea, I'm like, but if you continually focus on the problems of your business, you'll continually get more of them because what you focus on grows. And so I've been wondering, why don't people come together and envision for each other? Like, 
I was just at this conference in New York and somebody got up and sort of said that, you know, unfortunately her, her, her husband was, was killed, um, in service and their son ran away and she's been unable to find her son. And, you know, everyone kind of clapped and went, oh, you know, whatever. And I'm like, why aren't we all collectively envisioning her being reunited with her son? How powerful would that be? But then I'm thinking, Uh well, that is not what's expected of a business coach, right? But then I was thinking, (laughs) what if I did this monthly session where instead of like, yeah, we would do the, you know, the actual setting, but I can't tell you how many times, like if I want something in my life, I call up people I love and say, please envision this with me. I think we Mm -hmm. need to do more of that. We know it works. Mm -hmm. So why, so that's me sort of saying like, I'm taking off my throat armor and now I'm putting these like, because I really, as you know, I believe in whole being businesses, holistic, Mm -hmm. like not, it's just, you know, when you've, can afford to not to be so like one dimensional about your life. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's like this crazy, right. Uh, right. Wait, I don't know. That's just, that's this crazy thing that just came out. I may edit this from the podcast. I may not. We'll see. <laughs> just make it cut out. Because that's like, <laughs> that's the kind of thing that I've been afraid of talking about because it's too mm-hmm. woo woo. Yeah, I agree with you. But some of the most amazing things happen in those moments. You know, it's, you know, as you talk about that, yes, it's good to talk about the problem because you have to have a starting point. You know, to say, where am I go? Where am I today? You know, and I think part of that is what do I own in that? You know, what do I own of the problem? Because I, I found that when I was, you know, when I run into problems, if I don't find my ownership, I can't move forward. I get stuck. Yeah. And once I find what I own in that problem, what I'm responsible for, even if it's just a small part, I can start making progress to where I want to go. Okay. Yeah. And okay. So that's just making me think of, so I have this thing when I'm working with groups and people are like, Mm -hmm. I'm so confused. I can't figure out whatever. And I won't let them ask a question that way because I'm like, you realize there's no chance of you succeeding right now. Mm -hmm. Like we need to ask questions. Like I want clarity, you know? So Mm -hmm. unless we sort of look at what we want and it's to your point, like what's in the way of it. um, Mm -hmm. It's so, we get so addicted to these ways of being And Mm -hmm. that is, I think, what I'm noticing. And that's what, you know, if I'm removing that throat armor, that's what I'm seeing is needed. Yes, we need the training. Yes, we need marketing training. Yes, we need sales training. Mm -hmm. Yes, we need to Mm -hmm. learn money management. Yes, we need all of these things to be successful entrepreneurs. And that's all in there. But once a Mm -hmm. month, I think we literally need to just make sure we are staying focused on what we want versus what we need to do. Right. Because mm-hmm. to focus mm-hmm. on what we need to do keeps us in doing and to focus on right. what we're going to have brings us to having. Mm-hmm. Right. So anyway, There's that's... something that's got to pull you forward. There's something Ex- that's out there that's pulling you forward. And, that's and it doesn't have noticing. to be a shiny new car. It doesn't have to be a bigger house. What, what you really more likely need to focus on is what's going to make you feel like. 
It's a feeling. You know, what you want the bigger house, but why? Why do you want the bigger house? Because it makes me feel this way. I mean, when I looked at this house that I'm living in now, one of the things that amazed me about it was the kitchen family room was just basically one big room. It's got a huge kitchen, first off, because my old house, if you had two more people in it, you, you kept running into each other. This one's got enough room. And the family room is right there. It's not like around the corner or anything else. So when we entertain, hopefully we'll be entertaining. You know, we're still a little cautious with the COVID meeting people here at this point. You've got this room where you can be with everybody at the same time, or at least see everybody in that room. I can really see from your life, Sean, how much you've, I mean, I think you're an inspiration for the fact that you've had such kind of an impressive um, career. And then, you know, your passion of mentoring uh, STEM university students and helping them get a leg up in their careers, I think is amazing. And I think the fact that, yeah, you didn't, you're not, you know, yes, you're a coach, but to me, you're not, I don't want to say just a coach, but you're, you've really got this, you're great at guiding meditations. I mean, uh, kickstart your week, uh, listeners, if anyone's, if anyone's here, you can just go back through his archive of kickstart your week. There's so many uh, different uh, meditations that will just help you get centered and grounded. And I, and he does personalize them for sort of what's coming through. So you can go listen to different ones and have kind of these different <laughs> meditations. They're great, but I highly recommend. Um, I think I'm going to come back and listen to this podcast just to get that um, removing your armor uh, meditation. I found that mm -hmm. very interesting. Well, we'll see what happens with my throat armor. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I th I think that that is I th I think that for me what came through and what the the gift such a gift is to think about you know these defenses that we've built up they're like yeah. when when we don't know we're wearing them they're hurting mm -hmm. us they're restricting us yeah. and if we're like yeah. oh I can put it on now because it's appropriate and I'm gonna take it off now because it's not appropriate I th I think that that's mm -hmm. um. That's pretty cool. Uh, thank you. Uh, for any listeners who might like to learn more about you, they already know. Now we're going to have your links in show notes, but just so that they can mm -hmm. get an idea of um, what they might find or, you know, maybe your book or your website or what, how can they kind of find out more about you, Sean? Well, I'm most active on LinkedIn. So you can always find me on LinkedIn. Um, you can go to my website, SeanCHiggins.com. There's information about me. Uh, there's a connect with Sean there. You can connect with me to do a free coaching session to at least, you know, let's find out if it, if what we're doing can help you. And, um, you know, if you want me to speak at your event, I'd love to speak as well. Yes. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing your insights and stories with us today. It's been a pleasure having you on the Thinking Vitamins podcast. Thank you for having me, Jill. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to like, comment, follow, and come to thinkingvitamins.com where you can sign up to get our newsletter and additional free training.